good evening and welcome to horror i'm lee i'm chris and i am adam <laughs> that, that beats me for a headpiece <laughs> there you go it's i thought first... you said no richard pictures how dare you <laughs> so i feel really underdressed yeah you look a bit underdressed you do look good but underdressed so um, you you Adam, don't need these fripperies lee <laughs> you're just beautiful on your own um so, yes yeah, so for those of you who are listening in the normal format um we are as we described earlier uh we are recording uh this on skype because it's, oh god that's what it sounded like it sounded like you were squeezing a balloon before i could see what you um i am sitting on it? a balloon <laughs> and it could pop at any second. I thought it had a bit of danger to the whole affair. Christ's sake. Right. You are looking um, dangerous. Thank you. So for all our normal listeners, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, and I apologise for the chaos of us describing what's going on. Actually, I'm not going to. I'm just going to leave it as it is. Um, for anybody who isn't a regular uh, to the show, uh, thanks very much for checking us out. Um, we're uh, a horror movie podcast, uh, myself and Adam, that's the buffoon who looks a bit like Tutankhamun for Ginger Beard, um, uh, are, have been uh, treating Chris uh, to that's some horror That's a good word gym. for it. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd like to think so. Mm. I think it was a treat for him. Yeah. And, until this evening's movie. Um, oh, well, we, we might differ on that. That's, mm. that's where the fun comes in. Um, for the last two years, we've been... T- um, and it's very spoiler heavy and there will be swearing uh, and Adam might show his tips. So just so you're all, it might, don't, don't feel you have to. Um, I, I won't, I'm, but the good thing is, is I can retain my modesty with my <laughs> side pieces. <laughs> that would be wonderful. But I thought, you know, it's our first video, so it's our first video episode, so I wanted to, you know, give them something to talk about. Yeah. Give them a treat, just like visual, the treats visual, you give me. Sort of, it's a visual medium. I thought when I suggested maybe we should do a video thing, I was like, maybe it's asking for trouble. If only I'd known what was going to happen. Yeah, but the t- t- what's worse about this is escalation. Oh, God. yeah, this is you only know, the first one. Yeah, so yeah. who knows what might happen. Where is it all going to end? Well, it, I think it ends with us all in like full like hazmat suits or deep sea yeah. divers gear or whatever like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm up for that. Right, so before this gets any stranger, um, we are going to be covering uh, the Jordan Peele movie Us this evening, um, as well as myself and Adam have watched... Thank you, there we are, that's us. Um, are going to be... Myself and Adam have also watched Get Out in preparation. Chris, did you get to see Get Out? No. No. I've been a bad boy. <laughs> You've let me down, you let yourself down. Um, but um, so just normally we do a bit of a preamble sorry to our normal listeners who are like why are they explaining everything but why is Adam squeezing a balloon again I'm having a drink what what sound effects have you got yeah Lee I was wondering where yours was oh lovely that sounds like a cat blowing its nose (laughs) (laughs) Um, so uh, so normally we do a preamble of what we've been watching in the week, but I'm guessing as we've tried to squeeze in two films and we only recorded five days ago, uh, <laughs> we probably haven't. But Chris, 
have you watched anything in horror outside of us no no i was quite pleased that i watched us uh, yeah i think you did that's, well that's I, the only thing i've seen on tv this week i did have visions of getting a text from you at like quarter past six tonight and, oh no saying yeah i still haven't watched it so that's that's good it took me two uh, nights but i did it you got there that's the worst bit because it means you watched a good film on the first night and then a massive Ooh. pile of wing. Um, <laughs> I, I disagree heartily, good sir. Well, uh, and Adam, what did you uh, have you watched anything else or just the two movies in question? I've watched the two movies in question. I did watch, uh, I watched, um, uh, what's it called? Antiques Road Show. No, Antiques Road Trip, which. They, it's just an antique show, but they go around places, right? Trippy. There's this place where instead of Morris dancers, they have crow dancers. I've seen it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's terrifying. It's fucking Wicker Man shit. Because it's, it's, I don't know whether it's because it's so badly made or what, but it's just terrifying. And they have to go and talk to the bloke in his crow mask. I mean, you know, I can talk, but the bloke's in his crow mask in the pub, and it's like, this feels like an interview with the IRA. He don't want to give his name. His face is covered. <laughs> this is dodgy. This is so dodgy. Just um, missing the voice changer. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's the nearest I got to horror outside of uh, Jordan Peele's oeuvre. Um, in that case, uh, before Ooh, we get... I will say I've been reading this, though, and it's very good. Oh, I did see you post that on Instagram. It, yes. it, yeah, it looks interesting. Folk Horror Magazine, and yeah, called Hellebore, I recommend. So Fantastic. Thank you very much. And I am not sponsored. No, nor am I, but I am going to push uh, Brewdog beer because I like it and I'm drinking it. That's fair enough. Whereas me Which and Chris one? both feel that only Moe is the, is the way for. <laughs> let's, no, let's try and push for these sponsorships. Arrow Films, they're great. Yeah, they are, they are great actually. They are genuinely great. Um, this time next decade, we'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so what would you like to do, Adam? Would you like to cover a Jordan Peele in his entirety, or would you like to discuss his comedy, uh, followed by Get Out, followed by Us? Um, I don't know really. I think, should we, should we get to the meat of the I don't know, I suppose, because, yeah, because I've been watching lots of his sketches and sending them to you guys as well. Like and the Key and Peele stuff. They are great. They are really good. They're, they are, uh, excuse the pun, as you said earlier, a rabbit hole to fall down. Yes. Um, but they, yeah, the Gremlins 2 one's great. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to send you the one as well, which is speaking of escalation, which is just people with rivalry about facial hair at work. Yeah, I've not seen that one. Yeah. I saw maybe five or six today. I, the only mm. one I'd seen previously was a substitute teacher. Oh, um, yes, yeah. And that's just comedy gold. That is brilliant. I think, it all, I can honestly say, I think they're, you know, apparently the reason they stopped doing Key and Peel is because uh, it just ended up on YouTube, so they didn't end up with any money. Yeah, I can understand um, that. And yeah. I can totally, totally see the escalation from there to him going into filmmaking because they're really like considering they're just comedy sketches they look amazing like there's so much yeah. thought gone into the sets and the costumes and everything like it's yeah it's fantastic stuff so um, they really do go to town with it and it's very um 
it's very sort of cinematic and very um and obviously full of film references and stuff like that yeah, yeah. as indeed are us and get out as well so did you watch any of them chris no uh-huh. none of those <laughs> no unfortunately not it's uh-huh. it's been a very lackluster week for me oh, regarding well they're, they're all TV. up they're all up on the whatsapp so yeah uh and fortunately they're only like four five minutes or whatever like. yeah so but um yeah i recommend that as a as a rabbit hole to fall down definitely how do i um so then following that so, we watch get out oh sorry hmm. chris what were we gonna uh, yeah, but so you really like his comedy yes. rather than his serious stuff. I, I liked Get Out, spoiler mm. alert. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a really good film. Um, Get, Get Out is... I mean, obviously, we'll try and be spoiler-sensitive from Chris's point of view more than anything else, as well as the listeners, because obviously, like you say, we're going to dig the shit out of us. So, yeah. you know, that... I, I can sit I understand having watched it, I can honestly say I now saw what your problem was, Lee. You yes. know, I could see what what the, the narrative twist was that so we'll be spoiling that because we, it's the only way we could discuss it really. Yes, absolutely. Um but get out I think I preferred get out to us. Mm-hmm. Um and me and me and Claire watched both. Uh so Well done Claire. Uh, yes. You've been given what, a well done what are her thoughts. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I'll get, actually, she did give me her thoughts on on us as well yep. as, uh, but Get Out we really, but then I think Get Out has uh, it has, I mean, us has comedy in it, but Get Out mm. has it more overtly, um, particularly his uh, friend in it, yes, uh, Roy from the TSA, yeah. who is just brilliant. But I yeah. think yeah, I thought Get Out was really really good. And oddly enough, do you know what it really reminded me of? The Go Sorcerers. On. Oh, God, with um, Boris Karloff? Yeah. It really reminded me of that because it's that sort of... Yeah. Yeah, sort of the, the mind-switching sort of shenanigans, etc. Yes. But I thought that... No, I thought Get Out was great and I thought um, just so... Again, so well put together. Yeah. And also one of those films where now I'm thinking about it, it's like, oh, every single line in that is a reference to something later on or a precursor to everything. There's kind of like, there's not a line in there that's like, oh, that's how we get from A to B with this. No. Everything in it is very sort of like, I I really want to rewatch it so I can go through and be like, Mm, really really heavily yeah and um, sort of yeah just go through it like that i think the same the thing that the, the the reason i was excited to see it the first time i was going to watch it uh is daniel kaluuya um oh yeah he's fantastic isn't he he was amazing i remember saying to you when uh psychoville was first out mm. like that was the thing i took away from it more than anything it was like it's a lot of um Obviously, it's a lot of well-known British actors were in it. So it was Rhys Shearsmith and Steve Pemberton. Uh, Don French was in it. But to mm. have an actor who'd come from nowhere and be so young, and what say so young, you know, early teens or whatever, yeah. um, and give such an incredible performance. Yeah, um, he was. He was, he, yeah, like, his comedy was fantastic. It was absolutely perfect. And yeah. to stand up, 
to stand above and stand out against people that well known and and, and that's well, funny and people who are known you know like you said established comic actors hmm. and also just to be able to be part of uh, part of the double act because hmm. him with uh, the because obviously Psychoville for people who haven't seen it is the sort of follow up that Reese Shearsmith and Steve Pemberton did to League of Gentlemen and hmm. In the style of the League of Gentlemen, they do play a number of roles in it, but they did also have other actors coming in and doing stuff. But for him to be with Steve Pemberton's character, Mr. Lomax, and yeah. they are a proper comic double act. They are just yeah. brilliant in it. And it's like, you really... And it was just so great, like, when they... The start of Series 2, and then as soon as they, they came on the screen, it's like, yes! Because, yeah, they're just fantastic. But, yeah, no, he really was such a um so sort of like brilliant in that and then obviously he was in the second black mirror story it was my least favorite of the season but Mm. he was definitely my favorite part of the episode like i was really when as soon as i saw him i was like excellent he's not just gonna do this one thing and disappear he's clearly been i wasn't expecting him to suddenly rock it to hollywood the way he did but I'm yeah. so glad that he did because it, he's amazing. Like his range, as you say, if you compare this to Psychoville, like they're a million miles apart and he just plays them all perfectly naturally. It's fantastic. And also, I mean, just, I mean, it's, it feels, it feels like a, a basic, but there are so many actors where it doesn't work. He can do an American accent. Yes. You know, he could, I can imagine people watching that and just not, not realizing he's British. It was so natural that I was watching it for about 20 minutes when I suddenly went, oh, yeah, he, he doesn't talk like that. Yeah. Like, it took me that long to suddenly go, he's not speaking English, and I've not gone, oh, that's that's hard to get over. So, yeah, yeah. really, really good. But, no, I, I so, yeah, Get Out definitely, I think Get Out definitely gets five teaspoons out of five <clears> for me. Yes, that, w- that will become. That must be a secret reference. I'm not. I'm not saying anything, Chris. That could I'm just be a random it. thing I've just said. Um, that would also not be surprising. That's very true. Don't get that close. We so, said we've closed. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah. So, so the reason I didn't finish what? it previously, to be fair, is when we watched it. It was late on a Friday night. Um, and we watched as far as the hypno- the hypnosis, and I think it went on that long and was that good that it sent Lady <laughs> Jennifer to And she uh. went, I can't do this anymore. And I'd convinced myself that I'd worked out what was happening. I was convinced it was going to be the most dangerous game. Oh, right, yes. So that's where I thought it was going. So I was like, I don't need to watch the rest of it. I know what's going to happen. And then I watched it, and it wasn't. It wasn't that at all. It was really good. <laughs> it's, uh, well, I mean, that's the thing as well, is I think not only is it a, a a good original idea, I what I really liked about it is that it's it is it is about race, but not in the standard way of how you would have villainy in it, where it's like, you know, just racists. If yeah. anything, this is people who are kind of too into the black experience shall we say and so yeah i think that's an interesting sort of um 
that was an interesting sort of new thing to be sort of put in a film and used for horror um, yeah. purposes. Yes. yes. Um, I, I think the thing that I liked most about it, which is the thing that I like least about the next film, but we'll come <laughs> to it, um, is I think it's what set off Jordan Peele um, with the M. Night syndrome, which is M. Night did the sixth sense and everyone goes yeah m night you know him he did the sixth sense he's the guy who did the big twist and it's like oh it's the big twist guy oh excellent mm. and i feel jordan peele is now you know the guy with the social commentary oh he's the social commentary guy all oh, right okay and that's uh, how yeah i feel it's negatively affected us mm-hmm. not us but us i always oh, definitely not neg- negatively affected us no no but the next three or so <laughs> may well so, <laughs> Uh, right. So, Chris, as this is a voyage of discovery for you, this podcast in general, um, why don't the things you I've discovered us... the things I've seen? <laughs> why don't you tell us what you thought of us? And I promise not to shout or swear or talk over you. Yeah. So, I thought it was excellent, and mug. But at first, <laughs> at first, I was. I was uh, afraid by what you'd said. And so I was a little bit, I was thinking, what could the twist be? And I also didn't, I must admit, I didn't really fully grasp the film until I've thought back over it a bit. And once you get to the end and then you see how the twist affects everything else. Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah, like, so I really like it because I think, um, I think it's good to have films that are social commentary and I do like using horror for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose, in a way, it's hard to like it because it turns it from being entertainment into something more serious. And it's kind of possibly depressing, like, because it's meant to be a reflection on all of us. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, who is good, who is bad, what is it that makes you good or bad? Um, and yeah, so in the end, I didn't feel like there was anyone I particularly liked. Um, possibly, was it Gabe or Abe? Gabe. 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 Husband. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, like he was fun all the way through. Um, bit silly, but he was quite entertaining, I suppose. Um, the son I quite liked, and but what, I didn't understand the reference. Of, he's called Jason, and he's wearing the mask. It, that, it, is that, it is, it is just apparently a Friday the 13th reference. But just, so oh. that, that's just it really. It could just be um, the boy has seen it or knows about Friday the 13th. Like it's not anything more than that, is it? I just I don't oh, no, understand I think why that was it. Supposed to know. No, it's just, I think it's just that's they took the name Jason and because the char- they knew the characters would be wearing a mask. But I think that's just his sort of... Uh, a kind of disassociative thing that he has. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then, is it just because Jordan Peele likes Friday the Thirteenth? Oh yeah. No, I yes. think that's it. He's a massive. I'm, I, yeah. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So I, like, it looked to me like there were lots of references through the film, and I don't think I know. I don't think I fully got most of them. I mean, uh, the one with the um, Jeremiah reference to the. Oh, Jeremiah Bible. 11. Is it on a box? Yeah. So I'm not sure I totally understood that. But um, but yeah, so 
so I like, I really like the fact that it turned out that she was a tethered at the end. And at first I thought, like, why is that necessary? Um, because there's yeah. no other way to piss all over everything that happened in the hour and 40 minutes that well, come previously. Well, so, you know, so, so she was, when she was the girl, and for whatever reason, they've all been made. Uh, have we, like, spoiled this too quickly? No, no, no. Do we need to? No, I think we're going in people. We'll uh, work our way back. Well, we've told everyone that they need to be. Are yeah. aware that there's a right. you know that we're going to be spoiling it so don't think don't worry about actually spoiling it because yeah. i think okay. we need to get because for anyone who is new to this one of our ongoing conversations basically since this film came out is that lee watched it and loved it up until a twist and then absolutely and hated it really really got pissed <laughs> off with it so well, i really enjoyed the first 30 minutes mm-hmm. i was mildly annoyed for the next for the remainder of the film until the last five minutes, and then the f- last five minutes left me so angry that uh, I took to WhatsApp and told everybody who I knew what a piece of shit it was. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's basically where but, I am, and that's where I stay. All right, so, so it I've might be more interesting then to hear why... Yeah, go on. It might be more interesting to hear why then that ruins it so much for you, and then I could reflect on that. Okay, well, before I do... Adam, what were your thoughts of the movie? Well, I'm very sorry to say I enjoyed it. Oh, fuck you. I did enjoy it. (laughs) Like I say, much preferred Get Out, but I did still enjoy it. I thought it was an entertaining film. And actually, I'm assuming that your problem was when that final sort of twist reveal where it's um, Adelaide and Red had swapped places that uh, when she was a kid yes and so it's sort of like so all the way through it you've been assuming that everyone who is a double in it is actually just from the cloning whatever it is that's going on underground yeah and then right at the end of it it turns out that actually it's been the clone who's grown up to be the mum and everything while the daughter's been trapped in the underground and experiencing things the other way Um, i wasn't upset by the twist i love a twist but yeah. it moved, it created so many plot holes. But the trouble is, is I was the other way with it, is that I was up until that point going, oh, I can see what his problem is here. And then that sort of came in. It was like, oh, no, that does actually explain what my problem was. Because my problem was I was thinking, well, how the fuck did she break the programming? I see. Yeah, yeah. You know, but also... What, why was all- she different? from yeah. the rest yeah and, and obviously she is literally the only person who talks oh that's yeah that's but, a shit. But, or actually i got so excited about my hat i was gonna say yeah Adam. That's how I was oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah because, that would have been good because if you've not spoke to anyone for 10 years who can't talk back to you you would apparently forget how to fucking speak no no, no but that's because what? she was strangled when she was a, the girl yeah the girl strangled her she does cause that's apparently well, damage to the i mean throat. it looks looks like it would and and then yeah, and she's not speaking to anyone for however long. I, mean, yeah. I don't know. That that seems. So the her above ground, the her who was from below ground who couldn't speak, who was then yeah. above ground who still couldn't speak. That makes perfect sense. But yeah. why the her who could speak, who went underground and then couldn't speak properly? That that really annoyed I, me. So, so I suppose like I grew up knowing someone who had, had their throat damaged and they spoke like that. So 
So that seemed perfectly reasonable to me that she got strangled and then she would speak like that and also take on a bit of a, a strange, demented-ish kind of uh, behaviour because she's hanging around with people who are very much like that. Yeah, she's kind of been driven nuts by yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, her whole which life you, was ruined. Which you would be. Yeah. But I th- but that was my thing is I was actually sort of like, well, how did she break the programming? Why is she the only one who can talk? And then it was like, ah, yeah. okay. So well, that, that seems but, reasonable. But also I think the trouble is, is that I had an inkling of it a few times in it anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, definitely. they do, they do sort of presage it in sort of certain bits. The Addy, who is the, we think is the real Addy, mm. she, she does act quite odd. Yeah. Yeah, and there's throughout. even bits where she's going, oh, she, I mean, obviously... Quite guttural, know, sort of, when mm, she's fighting. She does regress during the fights. Yeah. She does start Yeah, it looks like... Oh, yeah. So that's like why the, I thought she was more connected to them. So, I, you know, mm. all the way through, I thought... She, I didn't realise what the twist was, but, yeah, I thought, oh, somehow she is more connected and that's going to become important that she either helps them or, you know, somehow... Yeah. Um, well, it's kind of the opposite, but, yeah. So, I did, I, I did go on a deep dive with this, and there are some very annoying people out there. Um, I, I mean, we're obviously very annoying to Lee, but there's some very yeah. annoying people out there who are now trying to really overcomplicate matters and keep saying, so So was Jason switched as well? And that's what, and it's like, no, no. Oh, no. So I, no. You know, I, I thought Jason was just took on some of, because she was heard originally, mm. then he took on a bit of that anyway, you know. Yeah, Potentially, possibly. I mean, it, it does. Passed it does. Matt does in the way. But. Possibly, maybe not. Maybe none of it makes any sense whatsoever. It's <laughs> right, twelve. You're twelve points, Lisa. We've had the voice, which, yeah, uh, which I, yeah. I do concur with, to be honest, because there is an element where it wouldn't be. I still think that there, you would. A, there's the thing of the strangulation, and also just you're not speaking that often. I mean, fuck me, all I have to do is shut up for half an hour at work and reply to someone, and I sound like fucking Boris Karloff. It's like, so I do, because I don't talk to anyone call, you know? necessarily. Yeah, Shelley will get back and she'll be like, what's wrong with you? There's something wrong. No, I just haven't spoken to anyone all day. Like, yeah. I just sound you a just, bit, you know. You just turn around and suddenly, yeah. oh, that's mine, thank you. <laughs> and you talk breathing in instead of breathing out, because you, no, you wouldn't. It's just, no, right. If you, I, I've marked it off. I'll put it okay. down as a no. I'm going to take your, you know. I vigorously <laughs> disagree with your analysis. <laughs> right, so are we ready? Are we ready for the other 11 points give, that I give writing? Give it to us. Oh, yeah. The thing Go is, on. they start off like pretty normal writing, and by the end, they turn to massively angry, lots of stops and lots Horror. of... Starts Scribble. looking like Scratching. Scratching. confession signature. Okay. So, um, right, so the first thing that I had on here is, so presumably, it's never explained, and that's fine, I'm not going to get upset about the fact it's never explained, but somebody has cloned everybody in America and kept them all underground. Mm. That can only have been the government. Surely, are we, are we in a consensus? Oh, no, that was my assumption from it. Yeah. And weirdly yeah. enough, there's an interesting thing, because I've been sort of watching Jordan Peele interviews and stuff like that. Jordan Peele is not one of those, he's not a sort of David Lynch director, mm. where it's like, oh, it means whatever you think it means. Or he's, very... To, he's very forthcoming, but the thing that he has withdrawn talking about, and as to whether this is because he doesn't have an answer, or just because it's 
easier that way or because he's saving it up for something else, he refuses to be drawn on exactly what the, the, the origin of that facility is. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So I think... just, just very quickly to go back, just before I get into all the negativity, the positivity, because I did put those down. Um, so why you shouldn't let come afterwards? Okay. All right. I'll do it that way around. Um, right. So, so the government has built this secret underground facility. Mm. That um, seems far-fetched. But it's, a lot of horror is far-fetched. No, 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 no. That's oh, not the problem. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving that a pass. All right. That has got a pass. Why is the entrance to it not a massively heavy guarded entrance in the desert? Why is it at the back of a house of mirrors on the busiest boardwalk in the United States of America? Really? That, that what? genuinely, what? I agree with you on that one. Because that that's is... Sick. No, definitely, I would say that's that's definitely true because it does seem to... I mean, the whole point is that they say that they were abandoned mm. by which whoever was running the programme, whatever. So, in a way, like you say, I mean, there wouldn't necessarily be guards there, but it does seem a bit of a weird one to stick it at the back of a funfair. It's asking for trouble. It's asking for trouble, unless you've got that thing, you know, like the Illuminati, where it's like, Oh, yeah, because we secretly run the world. We're going to leave clues everywhere because we're morons. You know that one. You, for it's like I'm not buying it. No, that's what I'm saying. If it's, if it's, maybe if it's that ridiculous that it's like, yeah. well, we put it in a hall of mirrors because they're like a distorted mirror image of us, and that sort of like gives a signal. But again, where is that meeting that they have at the, with the Bilderberg group or the Illuminati where they all just go, right, guys, can we stop putting fucking anagrams in shit and doing <laughs> like... Yeah. Crossword puzzles on the fucking dollar bill. We're running a secret society here. Secret. Come on, underline secret. Everyone in your copy books now. Underline <laughs> secret. And no more of this nonsense. And stop getting Jay-Z to put symbols of our supremacy in his videos and stuff like that. It's rubbish. Right. So, that's but, so, so like, I, I don't mind it too much. I don't have a good answer for it, but... Oh no! I have I absolutely still, no yeah, response I still, to that. That is definitely yeah. Like it's, it's, it seems a bit odd. I'm assuming that they also thought of that, so there may be an explanation because they but they could have easily made something. To be fair, I've not gone through as like I know Adam does. He goes through afterwards and watches the interviews and the discussions and read the reviews. And I don't. I've made a point of not doing any of that. Because mm. I wanted to hold everything back for this discussion. Yeah. I'm happy to be shot down on every one of these. Well, points. yeah. But so, so did you not see anything about that? No. And this that is the seem, thing. Like, it does seem odd. I mean, I. And like I say, Jordan yeah. Peele, that's the one thing that he won't be drawn on is who was running the facility. And more to the point, I mean, I think the one thing I would say about us is I think that there was like, I think there's one rewrite away from an absolute stone cold classic this is my problem and this has been my answer i think what happened is and again based on nothing apart from my own conjecture i think get out came out it was a fantastic movie mm. the studios went right you've come out of nowhere you've made an absolutely classic movie you've got 12 months to do it again if you don't everyone's going to forget who you are and you're starting again you've got to get it out and they've just rushed in to the point where He's he's had to come. He's, it's had to be a, a social. It's had to have a social commentary. So he started with that. He's got a load of really creepy ideas, 
He's mashed them all together. They've not had time for reshoots. They've not had time for rewrites. And they've rushed something out before it was ready. Because he is a fantastic filmmaker. He's He's got so much going for him. But this film fails massively so, for me. And the, that's what I the feel. Only, the yeah. only thought I've got about it is that it's meant to be a little bit like it is possible for us to go and see that but we're not for some reason because i just i can't believe he wouldn't put in something that w- would make it impossible practically for anyone to find it so i just feel like that's got to be deliberate because so much else in the film seems deliberate but that's the thing and i do wonder because i think i think you might be right though lee as i think it might be somewhat like sort of true detective series two mm. whereas then you got series three and that was like, oh no, no, they're, they're, they, he, this is genuinely as good as the first series. Yeah. But series two was kind of like, right, you've got to capitalize on this success quickly do a series now. And it's like, shit, I usually have a gestation period for this sort of thing. Exactly. He spent years drumming this up in his mind and taking it on. Then they've suddenly gone, you've got 12 months to come up with the idea, write it, script it, screenplay, get it shot, get it advertised, get it out. And Second album syndrome. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say that. It, that's totally what it but, makes but up. But it doesn't. It doesn't feel like that to me yet. But go on. Oh, no, add, I, add a few more of these points. It's on still a second album that I really like. But yeah. yeah. Right. Second point. Now, now this one you might. This one is only a half point. I'm willing to admit. But I wrote it down at the time uh, as it was occurring. The bloody is somebody breaking into your house? Eddie? Yeah, it's a duplicate of me. Yeah. <laughs> But it turns out <laughs> you're the. Duplicate. I was the duplicate all along, but don't tell Claire. Is it also wearing a wanker's hat? No. <laughs> it's. Oh dear. No, what? this is going to end. Uh, that's going to end what, badly. What, what are you looking at there? What am I looking at there? I'm actually looking at a blind. <laughs> I just. I thought it was sort of like if I keep doing that, you know, it's, it's a bit creepy. <laughs> so. Um, Sorry, right, I'm dragging yeah. this off topic and my battery's running out. Um, so the next one I've got, what was the odds of her running into herself? Like, so she's worked, so this one girl oh. has worked her way out. Don't give me that it's the tethering shit. This girl has worked out, this is where the exit is. I can make my way out. So why does the other girl just happen to bump into her at the top of the, it seems a little bit. Because of that's. All of them. That's the point, though. That, that makes the whole story. <laughs> if they didn't do that, it wouldn't make much of a story. Excellent. But well it, done. Yeah, so no, it happens like, because if it doesn't happen, the film's yeah, dog But the fact that it yeah, does happen means that the does film's happen. Yeah. But well, it goes also... What, what do you think, Adam? Well, because at that point, the tethered are just replicating what their people what above ground are doing. doing. Yeah. Okay, so it's so kind of a mirror. So as she approaches the entrance at one side... No, but she's approaching the entrance. They don't copy it. Yeah, it's not... At least when you see them all doing that, that yeah. it's, they're yeah, copying it, but not perfectly. Mm. Mm. I, and this yeah. takes me my next. To, this this skips me forward to a point that I made later, which is if they're replicating what they're doing, but not not quite perfectly. Um, so you saw them all standing in the corridor at the bit, pretending like they were on the uh, on the roller coaster, on the roller coaster, yeah. and all the rest of it. So when they're replicating what people above ground are doing and they're, you know, taking a shit or having a piss somewhere, that underground was absolutely spotless. There wasn't even any rabbit turd and there was rabbits everywhere. So they might why, have toilets, why is it not? Why is there no shit everywhere? Like, 
the rabbits probably ate it. No, you do, yeah. You lot are just no. making... <laughs> that, that, in, in fairness, yes, uh, that is another uh, one. I guess that might be uh, here. I don't want to sound like I'm nitpicking. No, no, like they're fair points, but they don't bother me enough yet. So, oh, so you, I, you might get me. But... It's the little shit. <laughs> yeah, go on. Right. Why does shit? Right. So, just to get a grip, because it's going to get confusing now, talking about the girl pre and post mm. dealing. So it's down on uh, IMDb as Anna and Eartha. So are we saying that Anna is the woman whom we follow as the mother? I thought her name was Adelaide. Adelaide and Red. Oh, is it? I ain't gonna. I've just read it in a rough. I didn't hear. I didn't hear Red. Does that get mentioned? I don't miss. I don't think it does. It's only in the end credits. And they're wearing red. Yeah. Look, Adam's wearing red. What does this mean? Oh no, oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry, yes. as a duplicate. I was yeah. looking at the wrong person. You're right. Sorry. Right. I was so. told that I had to wear red. Uh, right. So Adelaide is the one who is above ground, but it was originally the one from below ground. Is that what we're saying? And yeah, red but... is the the real her who yeah. is now being who... put in the other one's place, who's the evil one. So that's how yeah. we... we'll 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 regard it that way. So when we're talking about red, it's basically. When we're talking about Red, it's the up until the age of eight girl who was above ground and then and spends the rest of the time underground. And they'll and talk like that. And has led this rebellion. Yes. Excellent. Right. So why does Adelaide tell her husband about the bumping into the clone thing? If she was the clone, obviously doesn't want everybody to know about it, and wants to keep it a secret. Why does she have that? interaction with him in the bedroom where she tells him all about i went to the fair once i bumped into my exact doppelganger in the hall of mirrors why why well, would she do that? Why right, so I, that yeah so i did i wondered about some of this so did she know about it all did either of them know it's because it, when red is explaining um her life down below I quite like the speech, but all right, there might be some details you don't like. But yeah, so did did either of them like it seems like she forgot about it. But did about it? Well, well, well traumatic experience, you know, you, you can wipe out. No. But did did Adelaide know the truth? Again, this is something that I th- this is another thing where I think that a rewrite might have been helpful because I think you need to iron out that particular part because although it's interesting she does what she i mean let's face it if someone says why are you doing this to you when they've trapped you underground and made you leave this awful tethered life while they've gone off and stolen your life you probably don't need to that ask would, them yeah but it still is, to do it in two different scenes yeah mm. And also, I think that the, I think there's a, uh, from what I can tell, I don't think the intention is that Adelaide has sublimated it. Like, she's not forgotten what she was and convinced herself. But I think it's more, she's got to the point of, you know, I've got away with it. So maybe the confession is some sort of panic thing. But like you say... 
quite why you'd go down the route of saying something bizarre is you know what would be bizarre Although it sounds far-fetched, I would be tempted to say that both of them had a traumatic experience. So Adelaide growing up underground, pretty bad. Then she strangles the girl, which is kind of mean. So that could be traumatic enough that she then does. And and she doesn't really know what's going on. Her parents give her a lot of creative experiences, dancing, you know, a rich life, which potentially, you know, memories do get messed up. It's possible that she then did switch it and think that she was always the good one. Or it's, now, or, or well, it's well, even then, then it starts to come back in the fights. Yeah, yeah, a defensive Either mechanism. it's that or it's a defensive thing where it's like, I've got the feeling that she's going to come up, so I'll preempt this with my husband. Because she's the only one who's not... who She's the only one who, who spends the whole time just telling them to not do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, which is, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, whereas the rest of the family either fight or, um, you know, attempt to sort of ascertain what's going on. And she's kind of like, fuck, I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. I knew you I know. was going to get caught sometime. Yeah. But also, the, uh, but then I think that's also, is it, she's, uh, she's telling them to, you know, stop asking questions and like her family, she's telling them to shut up and stop asking questions in case she gets her cover blown. As it, it's not her cover, but you know what I mean. It's like yeah. sort of it over overcomplicate. I mean, speaking of a film, but it overcomplicates things somewhat. You know, so maybe that is the reason behind it. But again, I still think that you have a valid point there. I think that that is tick. <laughs> Point number five, because we skipped point number four. What was number Actually, four? No, let's replace point number four. Point number four was why is she talking like that? Oh, we've so, done that. So let's swap that uh, with point number five, which is you own coffee tables, right? Like we've all owned coffee tables in our lives and do currently. She's handcuffed to a coffee table that she cannot move. When the woman leaves the room, she can't move that coffee table over to get the fire poker. Who owns a table so heavy you can't move one person in a life or death situation cannot move that table? That I, must admit, I, I really didn't know what she was chained to. I didn't realise it was a coffee table. It was a coffee table. But... And it wasn't a very strong coffee table because the woman only lightly pressed her head against it and all the glass started breaking. So it was a shit coffee table and she couldn't move it three foot across the room to get to the fire poker. She had to do it with her funny little feet, which like... Maybe it's just in her contract. You she's can't move a coffee table. No, she's got she's got it in her contract. I will ha- I will use my feet in a sort of my left foot style because I've got the ability and I'm going to use it, pal. You know, like Steve McQueen insisted on the escapes from uh, the prisoner of war camp on a motorbike. Yeah, yeah. He could ride a motorbike. Maybe it's that. Maybe she just okay. puts it in the contract. I don't know. But that's a, that's a it seems seems like a fair point though. Yeah, she is tiny. Yeah. It's tiny, but it's a coffee table. Oh right? yeah, I'm not it's a solid <laughs> cast iron antique coffee table. Yeah. It's wood. It's a glass granite. Top, mm. Such crack glass that she's pressed slightly against. I it. Do, when you when you said the cracking, I did remember that bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Right. Uh. Why does the duplicate boy copy the other one when no none of the others copy their own selves? 
Nobody young, else does it. Because the daughter's younger. young. The daughter's yeah, young, young as well. Young guest. But did, didn't What's they have to get trained do? to not mirror everybody? Yeah. No. And so he breaks that. They have to break that, that programming. They're all cannibalistic. Nobody's learned. Oh no. Oh no! I thought didn't it show her training them so that yeah, that's why they're they all could in break out. Suits. Because yeah. up until that point, they're all they just yeah, they're just copying. Yeah, they're able. mirroring what's going on. So whether it's because to really he, think or very that well. that that was how I interpreted it was that it was just that he was younger, so he was less developed and hadn't broken away that much from. Because the whole thing is with it is you've got to remember is that it does bring in however they've done it there's no science given to you mm. so it's got to have some kind of supernatural element to it in so much as is it a government magic program almost if you see what i mean like create magic is just unexplained science exactly but that's what i'm saying is it is it like a is that is the connection supernatural rather than because they don't, I mean, obviously, they don't explain a lot. I'll tell you what it that. is. The magic is made of nonsense and it's held together with bubblegums of bullshit. That's what it is. No, the magic's a lighter that you've got in your hand. You can't quite get it to go. That's what it is. Because that's the, that's the thing. That was the weird Reddit rabbit hole I ended up in where it was like people saying, oh, yeah, he says he lost a magic trick last time he was there. So last time he was there, he got swapped and then he got burnt and then he got. It's like, no, no, he no. didn't. Stop it. Stop it, you silly boys. Um, so, so your what, what, wait, wait, wait. Oh no, just, just go on that because <laughs> no, no, they no, do no, share no. some odd smiles though, and they, it's only Addy and Jason that do that. Which I don't know what the relevance of those were particularly. Mm. But I think that's just I. I just thought that that was just meant to be a parental connection to a kid who was a bit. Yeah, you know, odd. disturbed or old or whatever. Yeah, mm. who likes wearing a, a werewolf mask? So, so no excuse. So that is a tick. So next point. This is the first of the big points. The father is at this point on the boat and has been abducted by himself. Stop waving that at me. That was a big point. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so he's been abducted. So the father's on the boat. been abducted by himself and he's on the boat. Yep. The, the doppelganger has a pair of scissors which he is about to stab him with. He suddenly thinks, if I smack my head off this outboard motor, it'll knock him unconscious. Nothing he has seen to this point has led him to think that. Bearing in mind, his doppelganger has knocked the shit out of him with a baseball bat and has not felt any pain. So, why does he suddenly decide? If I hurt myself, he will feel it. No. He's not felt it to this point. He no, broke his leg. No, he headbutts the outboard motor and he's on the propeller. So I'd, 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 he gets ah, diced. Quite. Claire, thought yeah. that was, Claire thought it was like a Gemini sort of connection thing. And no, it's because they say to him, you know, when it's like the, he's going, oh, the bloke said you hit it on the side and it gets the motor yeah, going. Gets it going. You know when yeah. he's just pissing about in the boat. But the blade doesn't cut him because the bloke hasn't been cut. He just falls into the water. No, he's not been just like under the, him. It goes like that, and then he's off, and he's been diced. That's but he's still on the boat. No, he he's was not stood in the boat. He's, no, I thought he was standing right at the no, back. He's been yeah. the, they've both been in the water. 
The dad's mm. climbing back on and gets himself partially into the boat, and then the doppelganger comes over the top of the oh, yeah. over yeah, back yeah, okay. bit. Yeah. Okay, that one is a cross. Well done. First one. Thank you. Point number seven. Done boats. Where did the, where did the one woman out of the three hundred and thirty million people, if everyone's got a doppelganger down there, manage to get everything for everybody down there to have a red boiler suit, one glove only for a right hand? What happened to three hundred and thirty million left gloves and a massive pair of antique scissors? They're all identical and they've all got them. From where? Why? How? What? She mentions being given scissors as a child. So that presumes... million pairs. Well, was it a well, special birthday? This is the thing, though, is they don't give you the full extent of how many people are down there. Is it just Santa Cruz that's been cloned? Well, not if it's hands across America. It must be everybody. Oh, no, but yeah. But it doesn't actually show you. Although at the very end, when is it, it's from above, you're flying along with helicopters and you see... The, the row of them ha- holding hands. So I guess that suggests it's wearing, quite white. They're all wearing red. Yeah, yeah. But again, this is... The red boiler suit shop. That that was something I saw questioned online. And uh, the solution that people had come up with was, well, it's a government facility. They probably just had loads of it down there. What, and they and, gave them all one glove and a pair of scissors? Ah, oh, the one glove is Michael Jackson reference. Because the kid liked Thriller. You know, I get that. <laughs> It doesn't make it happen underground in a facility where you have no access to anything. Oh, no. But we are talking about a facility where they've cloned everyone. And, you know, there's got to be a certain level of limits. What's the relevance of Michael Jackson? Like, you said... So, Jordan Peele did it as as an homage to him, which is fine. Well, I think... unbelievable in the context of the story. He d- he did describe Michael Jackson as the patron saint of duality, and I think he was taking the piss. So, good, um, he's a fantastic comedian. I've said that from the off. <laughs> he is a fantastic comedian. Oh, uh, just in a side note to that, did you know that the Michael Jackson Simpson episode is now taken out of circulation? No, so it won't be shown on telly. Yeah, interesting. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, just found that out today. Just drop that in there as a side fact. Okay, well, thank you very much. Um, right. <laughs> Point number eight. So they're all just clones, effectively. Mm-hmm. We're, we're told that they've made clones of them all. Why do some of them have supernatural powers? When they go next door to the house where the, 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 the fun neighbours who they meet at the beach are with their two daughters, one of them suddenly turns into fucking Spider-Man for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, this was uh, Claire's Ask Welcome to Horror for this episode. Mm. Oh, sorry, Claire. No, no, no. You've ruined it, Lee. No, No, you've made it better. You've hit upon exactly the same question, which was, why is it in films as soon as people are evil or possessed, they're suddenly fucking Bruce Lee? Yeah. Well, when you're feeling evil and possessed, it doesn't give you great powers. On the the beach, the girls are doing, like, sort of cartwheels and shit. I mean, it's not quite the same as, like, full-blown murder dives but yeah. yeah they are they are meant to be fairly agile it's a tick mm. um uh right oh no so this is kind of 
Yeah, this is kind of the same as point three, but I'm doing it again. Overhead, <laughs> I'm having a drink. Um, why does the clone son follow the other one to the death? Like, if they've got this kind of duality thing and they're doing that, that's fine. But literally, he lets himself get burnt to death to follow this other little prick for no. He really, he really likes fire. Yeah, he's well, to the point fire. where he's going to die from it. Well, well to yeah. the point where he's melted off his I face really off. I really like cars. I'm not going to go out and smash one into a wall just because I'm like, well, I really like cars, so I'm going to die. Yeah, but... I think it's also just that the, the kid's not exactly... All, none of the rest there. of the tethered are particularly all there. Mm, all right, I'll, yeah. I'll cross that one out only because I'm feeling generous. Page two. Yes, so this is the one that explains me. Why does... Go back to page one now because I can't remember the name. Right. Yes, so why does Adelaide... Exp- why does Red explain to Adelaide twice the entire backstory of they're clones of everybody, they're all underground, it, we're exactly the same as you? Actually, when did she, she do it twice? The line, we're exactly like you and what have your people done? They're the same people. Mm. Yeah, because it's the, in the original, classroom as well, isn't it? Yeah. But when she's talking about the people, yeah, it, it's in the classroom is when mm. I've made that's, that's the second time, yeah. yeah. So Red is saying, look what your people have done, or something along those lines. I've written your people, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. When that's her people, because she's been swapped places. We don't know that yet, which is why that line didn't jump out at me as being bollocks at the time. But is because they're her people. She's the one who's been swapped places. She's not part of that clone universe. But, but does yeah, she but definitely she... know that? Well, more to the point. Yes, of course she does. More to the point, well, what, Adelaide what, yeah. is now part of that world. Hmm? Adelaide is now part of that world. And Red has decided that she's going to bring about a revolution for the people who were left behind. She now identifies as tethered, almost. She's like sort of... Well, I mean, we are Americans, not I am American. Yeah. It's we mm. are Americans when they ask her. And it's like she's now, she has decided, she's, I mean, she's fucking cracked. She decided, she she heard God, whilst doing ballet, yeah. mm. who told her to formulate this plan of dressing everyone like a cross between Michael Myers and Michael Jackson <laughs> and reform the Hands Across America charity thing as a fucking murder performance art she ain't she ain't She's running with a full deck crazier than you <laughs> not <Julie. laughs> um right point 11 <laughs> hang on a minute so that was a cross wasn't it All right, so this is the one that we jumped to earlier which is the one of <laughs> if they're copying the ones above ground why is the place absolutely spotless <laughs> if they've been abandoned Who's going down and cleaning all that stuff? The entire <laughs> place is clean. It's because they've cleaned the cleaners. That's what it is. You didn't see any of them, but there's loads of tethered cleaners who just go around with pledge. You, you never yeah. see the cleaners. They just clean and it's clean. Uh, yeah, and then we're back to this point again where the... the where the, the so that they seem to go back in the last point with the murder mm. where the one who's in, where the 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 real above ground one is inflicting pain on the other one <clears throat> or on themselves and it seems to affect both of them 
but only at certain times. Which bit's this? Oh, or just at various points, or yeah. I th- I don't know what bit because there's there seems to the one thing that seems to be in it, and I don't know if this is the case or not. Is and again they should have explained Red's plan better. Yeah, is everyone seems to just be only allowed to kill themselves. Everyone the, is. Do you know what I mean? Everyone seems to only kill their double. Yes. Now I picked up on that. There were times when one of them could kill somebody else, but they didn't. They don't. Want. Yeah. They argued over who killed who at one point when they got in the oh, car. Oh no, no, no. But, the uh, like the, the the tethered seemed to only be sending uh, out to kill their to, own to uh, sort of replace their double. Because I don't know if because I didn't clock this at first, but you know the guy who's holding the Bible quote, the Jeremiah eleven. Yeah. Yes. And so then, you know what that I thought is. he was a tethered. Yeah, it's uh, therefore thus saith the Lord: Behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. And uh, apparently, that is a passage in the Bible where basically God gives a group of people a piece of land to live on, but they, uh, oh, but only if they worship Him exclusively, and they don't. So he basically fucks them up. So. Right, so basically, so just not to to ever bash at religion or anything. So basically, God says, if you follow anyone but me, I will let you die, and I will watch, and I will enjoy it, and I yeah. will do nothing about it. Oh, testament like God would be badass. Do. He really is. He's like Galactus. What about if they said sorry? Is it all all right then? If they yeah, that's because did you know that, Jeffrey Dahmer's in heaven? Right? He said sorry at the end. Oh, did it? Oh, well, yeah. 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 Went, after the bloke shanked him in the shower, he said, I'm sorry about all them cannibal things and everything I've done. And now he sits at the table with our Lord. And well, he's welcome this... in my father's mansion in, on high. Will you be joining him? Uh, not for dinner, no. Fuck that. <laughs> but no, there's... Oh, yeah. there. Do you know what he does to people? But then actually thinking about it, this is clearly the God... Red, this is the God who spoke to Red, mm. is the vengeful God, is the Old Testament blood and fire, Sodom and Gomorrah going up in flames. Mm. Uh, that's where the term Sodom comes from, you know, as in our Sodom. But, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so that does, that, that's sort of, that's what the biblical quote refers to. Mm. Now, interestingly enough, Lee, I've got a point for you that you haven't got on your list. Oh, well done. Yeah. And you're going to like this one because this one is genuine, pure science. Right. If you only eat rabbits, it kills you. You get a thing. (laughs) No, you get a thing called protein poisoning. There's not enough fat in rabbit meat. And if you eat exclusively rabbit, you end up with a, a malnutrition called protein poisoning. That's also called rabbit starvation. What if you eat the bones and the hair and everything? I think if you if you boiled it down and ended up like creating a rabbit goop, rabbit goop, but that's not what they're implying. They're implying they're just eating them raw, aren't they? He says that you have to eat raw rabbits. Raw rabbits, raw rabbits, raw, raw, raw. (laughs) But that's a rabbits does lead us to an interesting Jordan Peele obsession. Jordan Jordan Peele reckons that rabbits are another sign of duality in that 
they're meant to be fluffy and lovely and then you look in their eyes and, and I heard an interview with him where he's going yeah you look in their eyes and then started quoting Jaws and I like a doll's eyes and, and that's why I like him yeah I've forgiven him for everything of this this film's a piece of shit and I will not blame him for it I think it's entirely the studio rushing him I, I do think that everything else I've seen him do is really good. So yeah, well, I mean, like I say, I mean, if you want like the the deep shit that's going on in there, so you have got the rabbits in the opening cages, of which there are eleven. Interesting. So eleven, eleven. Oh, well, yeah. um, nearly an amount of points you had, Lee. Zora. <laughs> yes, you had. To... <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't have to explain that anymore, do we? No, people can see it happening. Yeah. Right before their eyes, the abuse that I get. Yeah, but you're meant to be abused. That's what you're here for. Yeah. I'm going to be later on. You watch. But Zora has two T-shirts. One has the Vietnamese for rabbit written on it. Ah. And another one just has a picture of a rabbit on it. When, as we now know, Adelaide, the uh, formerly tethered, when Mm. she's in the psychiatrist's office, she's playing with a toy rabbit and lining all the other animals up. Oh. So, like, you know, so it forms a sort of, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, where's the where's the line I had from Jordan Peele about, what was it he said about rabbits, where it was, uh, uh, they have a duality of being cute but terrifying. <laughs> Put a rabbit brain in a human body and you have Michael Myers. Mm. And it's He's like, right. just... He's right, because it is that sort of... Because they're nasty fuckers as well. They will give you a nasty... See, I I always thought that about cats, because cats look cute and fluffy, but Mm. they're relatively evil, whereas spiders mostly just run away from you, whereas everyone thinks they are evil. I think, yeah, but I think that's that's something more deep-seated. That's a response to tiny things out of the corner of your eye. United Kingdom, you know, we have the the nicest of spiders here. That's true. Because I think also you've got... With a cat, it, cats kind of look designed, whereas rabbits look like designed mm. by a toy company. So I wondered if it was a reference to um, to Holy Grail. No, oh, someone mentioned that to Jordan yeah. Hill in this interview, and he said, "No, that is the only cinematic." Uh, true cinematic representation of a rabbit uh, <laughs> is Monty Python. <laughs> um, so, so now I've gone through all my negatives, I would like the opportunity to go back and go through the positives Good as man. Chris made me wait until now. Um, I, the, the reason I love that first 30 minutes is that family are amazing. There's mm. so much fun to, to spend time with. Um, yeah. They've got a really genuine connection. Yeah, it feels um, like a, it does feel like a family. It feels like a yeah. proper family dynamic. Because he's uh, yeah, an advert I, I, dad. That's yeah. what I call him, an advert dad. You know, we're all all dads and adverts are hapless. Uh, they're sort of you know borderline Homer Simpson with slightly more care. Yeah. I think that. Well, not only that, but also I really like the family dynamic once shit kicks off as well mm. like especially the kids when they're going off to like yeah, rescue the mum yeah and she's got the yeah. 
and then he just picks up that geode and it's like they're not speaking yeah Yeah, they're not speaking and they're both like just sort of like starting to synchronize with what the plan is here yeah Yeah. and also just when they all have that argument about who's got the biggest kill yeah well i killed me and (laughs) ted that's what i was about to say and it's that same thing where with with a kid you're like my one dream is to get to drive the car you know what shit's gone sideways everyone's dead i can drive now because like it's mm. the least of our problems now, but it's still the top of my priority list. Like that was just so yeah, yeah. Well, that that's what's well. Not only that, but also I mean, what better time? Mm. Also, can I just say that is the one thing that this is my lee point. This is the one bit that annoyed me was just for Christ's sake, someone find a fucking axe and get get their bloody cuffs off her. Yeah, you <laughs> kept them on forever. Yeah, I mean that was a look. I mean. Came in useful for the stranglings, but yeah, mm. it was sort of <laughs> the yeah. whole rest of the movie. Well, you couldn't just stop somewhere and get them smashed off. Mm. Like you just need an axe. Surely, like, surely that must have been deliberate as well, shouldn't? It? Some for some I, reason. I, I, I would assume Make that it was. <laughs> well, well, I think this is the thing, though. Is like you say. I mean, Get Out really has it, and this still does have a lot of deliberate foreshadowing and mm-hmm. stuff like that in there it's like we were saying the biblical reference turns up as well because that's even you know where Gabe's watching the baseball yeah they're tied at 11 and 11 mm. and one of them and one of the teams is minnesota who are the twins yeah minnesota twins yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um just before it all kicks off the clock in jason's room is 11 past 11 mm. um the ambulance they leave in, if you right at the end when it sort of pans up, you can see the roof number. You know, they have like the code numbers of emergency yeah. vehicles on the roof, and it's 1111. <laughs> and even some people have even said the fact that the guy's wearing black a black fag t shirt, you know, it's got the four vertical bars. Um, do you know, I noticed the black flag t shirt, mm, so I didn't notice these four ones, yeah. So, you know, there's a lot that goes in on that side. Uh, also, on back on the subject of rabbits, Jordan Peele uh, is uh, a rabbit in Toy Story 4. Nice. So, yeah. Although how he copes with that, I don't know, because it must be mortifying for him to be, you know, this, this dread <laughs> monster. <laughs> sorry, I just realised I didn't got through all the stuff that I liked. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. No, no, sorry, sorry. Just, just to get through it, because I don't want to forget... People say I'm just a naysayer, like Bobby. Like Bobby the horse. other day. For those who <laughs> who aren't having this conversation right now, we have a Facebook group uh, with ourselves and Bobby from Not For Everyone podcast. Um, Hi, Bobby. Said, Hi, Bobby. Um, I said, go and, go I and listen to Not For Everyone podcast. They're really good. Definitely listen to Not For Everyone podcast. But don't listen if he calls you a contrarian just because you don't like Stanley Kubrick. You cannot like Stanley Kubrick and still like the Beatles. <laughs> What's wrong with Stanley Kubrick? Uh, Lee, Lee doesn't like Stanley Kubrick. Like Chris, skills. are you just trying to make this like <laughs> getting back on the positive that. points of us? <laughs> um. Anyway, sorry. So, um, yeah. So, love the family. Uh, fantastically cast. Amazingly shot. Mm. Thought the score was incredible. Oh, yeah, um, so good. And also, did you have? five on it stuck in your head for the next like four yeah. fucking days yeah yeah, yeah I'm what, what, what does it mean 
What, five on it? Yeah. It's, it's a song about two people putting money together to buy drugs. So it's, I've got five dollars. five, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Got five on it. Mm. Um, Actually, this is one thing that's ultra geeky. Jordan Peele said that he chose that song because the sample in it, you know, that sort of two-note yeah. riff. He said, I've always found it really creepy and it reminds me of Angelo Badlamenti's score to Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's deep. That's a deep dive. <laughs> and, and that's the problem. Like, I like so much about him and everything he's done but this film, which is why I refuse to accept that it's... It's his... It's his fault. Yeah. Um, that was the other thing, the comedy in it. I made a note of that. Like the comedy, as you say, primarily from the dead. Mm. Like, mm. It's just brilliant. And that's the, the and that was why I I felt so upset the first time I saw it and didn't like it is because the first 30 minutes, I enjoyed spending time with that family so much that I actually cared. When things started going wrong, I actually cared. I was like, oh, no, yeah. no. I don't want anything to happen to them. They're really, which is my problem with a lot of horror movies is that it's full of dicks. And I'm like, well, they die. You know, you don't mind seeing them getting cut to pieces because they're all just yeah. a bunch of knobheads. Yeah. It's a world of overpopulation and these people are dicks. Like, it's really not the end of the world. But but with these people, you really mm. felt for them. Yeah. And it, and it just and that's what annoyed me. Again, it's that thing. If a film shit from minute one then it's fine and I'm not missing out. But if a film is really good to a point and then falls apart, then I'm upset because I'm like, you've got so much potential and you've done so much hard work that you just let it all fall by the wayside over not taking that little bit of extra time, which was how I yeah. felt about it. I think there is, because this, this is the one thing that seems to have happened as well, is that obviously, like I say, Jordan Peele's quite happy to discuss the film and things like that and people's questions about it. But this does seem to have caused a lot of that online so clearly a lot of people came out of it not quite getting it yeah. or like not not quite getting it but sort of like thinking well hang on what was that or why was that i mean don't get me doesn't necessarily me. happen all the time and it's not and it's not the and it's not just the stuff like oh why is the biblical quote in it all the way through or why is this in it all the way you know it is genuinely things people saying like well, why was she there at that point or whatever? Yeah. Like, I, I can totally put up with a dumb shit movie that is dumb from beginning to end. That's fine. But if you're making an intelligent film that has an important sociopolitical undercurrent, you can't just have massive plot holes. Like, mm. either it's an intelligent movie or it's a dumb dog shit movie. And I like both. But if you are going to make it a smart movie... It's got to be smart from beginning to end. You can't half-ass it. And that was the other problem, as I was saying before, with the, the M. Night syndrome. And mm. I think that's the I think that's the problem. It was it came at it from the wrong angle, and it didn't have time to gestate and fill all those gaps out again yeah. for whatever reason. Um, it's, and it had just been a stupid movie with no deeper meaning to it and it was just here's a load of creepy shit we're just going to stick it all together and just see if it melts you know like that's giallo and which again i'm not a fan of or but all paranormal those, activity like, yeah you know, just, exactly yeah. it doesn't have to make sense it's creepy and it creeped you out so it did its job but if it's if it's an intelligent movie which is what his films i feel are and should mm. be sorry that's my uh um sorry the phone's oh, getting me. 
You've only got 20% battery. Um, ah. I've never used this before, so I didn't know how much battery it drains. Use it loads. Um, <laughs> a new one's coming on Monday, so that'll be much ah. better. Um, mm. Uh, but yeah, so so if it's going to be an intelligent movie, it has to cover everything, or it's a dumb movie that explains nothing, and it's just like I, I think that's a fair point. Mm. I oh, no, quite agree, but I, like, I just don't feel it. Just so I, like, I like how Adam said it, which is a rewrite would bring it up to that level of yes. amazing, yeah, and and but so it's it's not making me angry at it. Obviously, it's doing that to you. I think everyone can tell that, but. Um, but yeah, no, for, for me, it's, I think it got a lot really good. And yeah, you know, there's, a, there's definitely bits that would have been great if they were better, but it doesn't then suddenly make me hate. I still think, you know, overall, it was a good job. I, th- I think also, like, the, the weird thing is with it is that the message is kind of blurry. Yeah. Because, because it is. Do you think that's good or bad? I, I'm I not quite, quite like, like that, that yeah. blurriness mm. of it, but it is especially because it's sort of uh, the way I interpret it sort of goes towards prejudices I have Mm. Uh, because it's kind of like there is an element where it's like oh you've got you know whatever happens someone has to someone has to suffer because someone else is doing well yeah Yeah. but equally there is the element of but the only way that you can switch that over is by an aggressive takeover and mm. someone else suffering. Yeah, I mean that's essentially what Red does. Yeah, that's why I said at the start. It leaves me thinking, oh, we're all kind of bad, and mm. what can you do? Like you know, it's. And I, it's, I wonder because I had to look it up, like Hands Across America, because I was just fascinated because it was something I'd seen, and also you know it refers back to Invaders in, into the Florpus. Yes, and. Wouldn't it have been just so much better if they'd have had that bit, you know, where the cat is stopping people from joining hands? Yeah. And then it cuts to it a bit later and the cat's been arrested and it's just been driven off in the back of a police car. Love that bit. Um, but, yeah, Hands Across America, which is obviously what sort of Adelaide slash Red gets stuck in her head and decides should form her protest. Because that's, that's what she's watching at the start. Yeah, she's watching she? the yeah. for that. Um, but, yeah, it was a charity event held on may 25th 1986 after my birthday i wasn't born in that year no but six and a half million people held hands for 15 minutes to form a continuous human chain six and a half million six and a half million people did it and uh, that's across the i found out across the contiguous united states which (laughs) is the 48 states that are connected so excluding yeah. Hawaii and Alaska. So it's basically across that, that would be the quite North American continent. <laughs> from sheets from sea to shining sea. Yes. Um, and um, that, that is a lot. That is a lot. Like, imagine what was, imagine just, if we said, like, let's try and organise that. Like, I mean, how, how? It'd be quite, it'd be a lot easier over here. I mean, it's like, you know, I cut a few thousand. Well, all, all of London. But yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Although, can you I... know that one about London being a suburb but, of Italy. So why did they do it then? Uh, well, they did it. It was a charity thing, and participants donated $10 to reserve a place in the chain, and that's how the money okay. was raised. But, and here's the sort of thing where I wonder if this is why it was chosen specifically for this film, um, is it raised $34 million. But after the operating costs, 
there was only $15 million left to actually go to the charities. And it's kind of, yeah, you know, it's sort of, it, it benefited, yeah, it has benefited people, but a lot of admin, you know, a lot of admin, and half of it mm. is, you know, over half of it is gone. And it feels bad saying only 15 million went to charity, but when 34 million was raised, it, it mm. is, it still is only, it is a bit bad, isn't it? Um, um, sorry, can we just go back to something that Chris just said? Because I think for anybody who hasn't been listening to the podcast for the last two years, this is a perfect example of Chris. Um, let me just get this right. So you think that the family who had done nothing wrong until the doppelgangers came and attacked them and then they fought back, you think that they're the bad guys as well? Because they were doing well, so the others were suffering, despite the fact they didn't know other people were suffering for them it's, doing well. It's, yeah, no, so it's, it's not... It, that's, it's hard to use the word bad, but it's not good. So it's like something was missing someone wasn't doing something that they either could or should be doing i explained somebody was asking me about you recently i was having this discussion with somebody and i told them that you were the kind of person who if the zombies broke in and were trying to eat your family you would spend so long trying to deliberate whether or not it made you worse than them if you fought them off that all your family would die and that, 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 that just sounds explain. like you've been speaking to Jennifer too much. <laughs> You'd be standing there going, but am I, if I attack them, does that make me worse? Why am I more important than, oh, too late, all my children have well, been eaten. No, but the, so, point is, <laughs> no, no, the point is you can discuss that, but when it's actually happening, you have to take some action. But you can definitely discuss whether um, <laughs> there's a reason that they've ended up becoming zombies and what were they before that and... Should we have done something? Well, you know, also, these are all I possible questions you'd to be investigate. In the moment, I think you'd spend too long deliberating; it'd all be over. Yeah, I think it's possible. also the the statement about they were born. You know, they managed to double them, but they were only, they couldn't replicate the soul. But then, red above ground is given the chance to be human. She learns to talk. She has a normal life. She's a caring mum. Yeah. A wife and everything else like that. So, given the right environment, so given the right environment, they would be. Yeah. Yeah. So they've been left to become nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Just because they they are abandoned, and again, it's clearly it's clearly the government because they're shit. It norm- normally is. So quiet, but they are. <laughs> but those who have been cloned are not guilty of of. No, they are not guilty. They don't. Those. They're none the wiser. So mm. why are they? Not the good guy. Well, you know, why? what makes them the bad guys? Why are they the... Well, because Red is the vengeance of God and she's gone off her fucking head. You know. It's like, the best way I can put it, and, I, you know, this says a lot about me, it's like Bane in Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. In so much as I was really on board with the idea of a revolution where you just use it as a way of petty recrimination against people who you don't like. But I was really into it when they turns out it was a big front for a death cult, <laughs> like a suicide cult. I was like well up for it then. But I think, yeah, I, I just genuinely think that, you know, r- she's working on the basis that these people are taking back. Uh, and I I'm wonder not, if this is the I'm reason why. I'm not confused why... by Red's. Oh, no, no, no. What I'm confused by is the fact that Chris is basically saying 
if this was real and there was an underground clone of me and yeah. I killed well, them because they tried no, to kill me. No, but so, so it, is, it is essentially real because it's it's a reflection on the state of the world. That's, yeah. Well, that's, oh, yeah. as I can tell, that's the point of it. Yeah. So it's there is an, an underclass of people who are forgotten. You know, we barely yeah. know of them, and yet there's millions. No, no, I agree, and I un- I totally understand so, the, the, the subject. But what you're saying is, if this were real, and the real you came and tried to kill you, and you killed them first, you would. Oh no, not not literally. Not no, I mean, I mean the the figurative or the metaphor of it essentially tells us that we're all bad. It's not, you know, not literally the zombie they're killing them. Who wants to hear about the 11 films that Jordan Peele gave the cast to give them a primer on horror? Yeah, let's close out with that because my battery's really suffering. Fair enough. Right. And we've been going for an hour and 20 minutes. Have we? Yeah. Well, I'm going to say I enjoyed us. I enjoyed Get Out more, but I enjoyed us. I think that it does have its flaws, but overall... I could get with it and enjoy it because I think it's still a good, it's still a good bit of filmmaking. It, it, it's not necessarily a coherent piece of filmmaking <laughs> in every sort of way. I can I'll see your, I can see your flaws as well, Lee. No, I'm sorry, the flaws that you've not yours, dear, because you are perfect. Look at you there in high so def. For me, um, it makes me want to see what he's going to do next, or if definitely he's given more time. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, oh, next. He's doing, he's producing, he's writing and showrunner for, they're doing an adaption of a book called Lovecraft Country. And Lovecraft Country is a book set in the, in the time, like the sort of 1930s, 40s that Lovecraft was writing about. But Mm. it's um, a, a black family who are sort of subject to the Jim Crow laws and everything. And basically it's about how they are already quite able to deal with weird because they experience it anyway. Okay. You know, the, the yeah, sort of concept of old gods and chaos and things like that. And it's like, we're already at the fucking behest of arbitrary laws that mean fuck all. Do you know what I mean? We're already, yeah. They're, yeah. they're already subject to pressures and things like that from that are utterly out of their control and utterly alien to them. And so, yeah, he's doing a thing called Lovecraft Country. And the guy who played uh, Adelaide's dad in this uh, is in it. Um, and, uh, yeah. yeah that, I know he, he wasn't was doing it a lot. He was very good. I everyone was so fucking... I'll tell you what about the dad as well. How the dad goes from a vuncular sort of advert dad into a scary version of the big thick fucker out of Superman 2 is really impressive just by standing up straight and taking his glasses <laughs> off suddenly he is fucking terrifying yeah yeah oh yeah totally, totally. claire claire did want to mention that she said the, the bit that she found scary was just where red was explaining what was going on in, next to the fireplace you know just after they initially break in but mm. she did have a problem with the inconsistencies of the makeup in so much as they'd just given the daughter a smoky eye and it's like somehow that denoted evil uh, yeah, <laughs> this is apparently it's a makeup thing. I don't know. I pretend. Yeah. Well, I pretend. It's, it's not interesting to know. that none of us mentioned. We none of us did. No, no. I was very it, and I didn't find a problem with that girl's makeup. But you might have noticed. I've never worn it in my life. No. Oh yeah. But yeah. Right. 
the so, sorry, right, so. were The Birds, Jaws, The Shining, Dead Again, which I don't know if you know is a Kenneth Branagh film where it's like someone is re- possibly someone gets reincarnated and then realises that their current husband killed them in a former life. Uh, Funny Games, which is definitely the most disturbing home invasion movie you'll ever see. Yeah, uh, the Sixth Sense, uh, M. Night Shalamalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalal
let's call it a day because it's been a, a very long episode um and i don't know what the limits are for update uploading stuff to youtube because i've not done it before um and we've promised the listeners now so we can't let them down because that's true we love them um so thanks ever so much for listening ladies and gentlemen or, or possibly for watching either way um uh if you send us a question uh put hashtag ask welcome to horror you can put it in the comment section below i'm sure one of us will oh, remember yeah. every few months uh or you can go to instagram at welcome to horror.com no mm-hmm. instagram at welcome uh, ha- i forgot how it works uh, if you if you look for hashtag welcome to horror or have welcome to horror podcast but we are welcome to horror on instagram yes uh, or you can go to our facebook uh and you can comment there with uh, with hashtag ask welcome to horror questions adam stop doing that it's creepy um he just gets too he's always too close even in person he's too close <laughs> um, snake wiggle uh, or you can email us at info at welcome to horror.com. Um, and the phone will stop telling me my battery's running out. Uh, no. Um, next episode, we were playing in Quite a Mess in the Pit, I believe. Mm. Yes. Yes. Cool. So go uh, and watch Quite a Mess in the Pit and enjoy its marvellousness. Not a Stanley Kubrick film. Not a Stanley Kubrick no. film. So this uh, not a Stanley no, no, Kubrick no. film or, or a quickly done Jordan Peele film. So hopefully it should be a less contentious episode. I can't guarantee that. But in my mind, I really enjoy the film. But every time you say, for the last two years, let's cover it, in the back of my mind, I'm like, mm, there must be a reason for that, and I don't know what it is. But let's further explore it, and we'll discuss it in a fortnight's time. Well, I'm just going to go off and listen to Power Slave. Don't know why. Um... <laughs> right. Thanks very much for listening or watching. Uh, sorry about our faces. Um, and we'll see you again in a fortnight. Thanks very much. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Sorry, Jordan. We love you really. We do. Lo- I love you anyway. It's only Don't make up a film again. You did so well. It's good, Jordan. I'm, I'm going to watch it get out now. Yeah, do it. Yeah, watch amazing. that. It's not a massive pile of spunk like this one. It's better than us, but us I like. I like us. I think us is I good. like you. Oh, thanks, Chris.